Welcome. I'm Katherine Damon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I'm Julie Maxey, and I'm a licensed attorney. And, and together, together we are, we are the, counselors. the counselors. Damn it. Hello. Hello. You're here. So are you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a cool thing I just discovered while I was like um, jumping around through this application? Um, yes to record with you okay so spotify um now gives us the analytics of our listeners how detailed is it (laughs) um age and sex and our spotify listeners are only 11 percent of our total listeners but interesting it's still cool like there's a little graph in here i might post this on our Um, thing later there's a little graph and so we can see like of our spotify listeners 50 percent are 35 to 44 shout out (laughs) that's Uh, our that's our demo that really is our demo that's that's prime time and 24 percent is 28 to 34 so this is on brand yeah also, a yeah. big shout out to the 4% who are 60 plus. That means that there's at least three people that listened on there. I love that you did that math so quickly. Well, if there's three different age groups. I mean, obviously it would be more because there's a percentage difference. But like, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty good at math. <laughs> I mean, you know lawyers aren't known for their math skills, so... Yeah, but I'm a business lawyer, so Oh. Okay. I look at I look at numbers sometimes. <laughs> um also 60% of our listeners are female. Also hits on our demo. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to yeah. look at that. Oh, yeah. I guess I can't look at it because I'm not <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the screenshots. Okay, thanks. Um, anyway, I thought that was I thought that was neat. Yeah. You know, I love a good demographic breakdown. <laughs> well, it still cracks me up that anybody listens to this. So <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening, we thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the suggestions on our Facebook of what we yeah. should talk about. Had some fun ones. Yeah, we've got plenty to talk about now because as we talked about we both have quarantine brain yeah and and i i was about to apologize for not having recorded in a little bit but time does not exist anymore so no one actually knows the last time we released a podcast that's true (laughs) uh somebody asked me how long i've been working from home and Mm -hmm. i literally have no idea did you I say know it's 80, been, 84 years? It's been 84 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's it's been at least two weeks because last week I was home. And then you've this been week now. You've been working home like one week less than I've been working home. Working home. <laughs> what? <laughs> working home. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Don't worry. Um, I think maybe it's since the beginning of April, but again, I'm really not sure. <laughs> I think I've been working home four weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I could look yeah. at a calendar, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing matters anymore. Uh, one thing did happen. Oh, what uh, happened? In the time since we've recorded last, and uh-huh. that is, I had a birthday. You did! Happy birthday! Thank you! I was hoping we'd record on your birthday and I'd sing to you, but since it's not actually your birthday, I'm not going to sing to you. Yeah. I'm right. kidding. What if I was like that? <laughs> Happy birthday to you! 
<laughs> you sound like Scott Stapp. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need, yeah, I need to put a little more bass into that. That was like a half an Aaron Neville. <laughs> I don't know how much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, he has a. He wears one earring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a long, a, yeah. not a stud. It's a long earring. It's a dangly one. <laughs> it's a dangly. <laughs> Maybe that's the look I'm going to start after quarantine. Because, you know, (laughs) we're going to be divided. We're going to have our pre-quarantine self, which is, like, a perfectly fine person. But you know what? Post-quarantine, we're all going to be a new creation. It's true. So I can't wait to, like, explore what post-quarantine me is going to be. So what, like, changes have you made so far? Okay, well, we have the dangly earring. That's new. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Um, I. What else have I changed? Okay, so, you know, last time we talked about, like, trying to be better about, like, taking care of ourselves and our health and self-care and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Last week was a bad week for it, but I'm trying to do better this week. That's good. Mm-hmm. So that's also... Okay, so... So post-quarantine me was going to have one dangly earring (laughs) and even more about self-care than before. Because I was pretty obnoxious about self-care previously, but I think, like, I'm going to go, like, full on, like, that's my personality. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And maybe, like, talking about my workouts. Yeah, well, if you don't post about it, it didn't happen. It's true. Like... Ashlyn and I rode our bikes last weekend, but did we? Because I didn't post a picture. We'll never know. We won't know. But it actually did happen. We rode 16 and a half miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're really nice. we're really getting into this bicycling thing. Uh, I, I went for a walk the other day. Ooh, is that, <laughs> is that what post-quarantine Julie is all about? Walks? I mean, I just went on one, but like, (laughs) I actually did, I did enjoy it, honestly, because I mean, it's the weather's so nice right now. And then Mm -hmm. I actually got a little bit of sun. Oh, I can't wait to get sun again. Yeah. So I I didn't feel quite as translucent (laughs) as I normally am. That's incredible. Yeah. Last week it snowed here. So. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Chicago's the worst. Hmm. Yeah, it's in the 80s here. So. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it, was 60, it was 60s and sunnies yesterday, but I never opened the blinds until like 2 o'clock, so I didn't find that out. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we had like a cold front, so it dropped like 30 degrees last night. So it's cold today, but I'm going to try to make myself go on a walk after we record. I think that's great. Thank you. I have a conference call. Oh, I'm sorry. A Zoom call after Ooh. we record. Come on and Zoom, come on, come on and Zoom, come on and Zoom. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take Zoom seriously without singing the theme song. Yeah, it does come to mind every every time mm-hmm. uh, I hear about it, but I've been using it a lot. Yeah, Zoom's really making a killing. I should have bought some Zoom stock. I know, I wonder who, like, owns them. I don't know, that lady, that lady who's in Congress who sold all her stocks when she found out about um, COVID probably knows. <laughs> probably so <laughs> <laughs> she should go to jail the the ethics committee was like yeah this is highly unusual like yeah yeah like because it's like a federal crime <laughs> yeah like it's not great all of this is highly unusual except like we've decided that like rich white people committing crimes well not suddenly is fine it's always been fine but it's like blatantly more fine now. Yeah. Love that for us. <laughs> uh, do you watch The Good Fight? Uh, I do not. No. It's good. Hence the name. 
but <laughs> um, season four just started, mm-hmm. and um, apparently this season is all about like inequality and justice and how all these like judges are pressured to like enforce things differently for like rich people versus poor people and i'm very excited to get into it interesting also i'm full-on obsessed with um christine bransky now is she on that show she is okay Mm -hmm. that's why yeah 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 i get it now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no i haven't been um really watching any actual like tv tv okay uh i've been mainly sticking with the netflix and the Mm -hmm. amazon prime of course well we were watching we had to start from the beginning with the good fight and so we watched that on cbs all access nice and so like the first three seasons and now like i guess season four is like in real time but it's only on the app it's not on real tv Oh, yeah. Twist. Yeah, I used to have CBS All Access because I am a Big Brother fan. And so that's every, how you could watch the live feeds. Every millennial has one CBS show. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mine is Big Brother. And now, like, they're probably not even going to have Big Brother this year right did they release those people who were in big brother who didn't know that there was a pandemic yeah they were doing big brother canada and they stopped the season basically probably would have been safer just to leave them in that house to be honest i know right and you know what uh so are we just gonna go through a season or two of tv where there's just no new tv because like nobody's shooting i know like there's gonna be a gap Mm -hmm. like all my favorite shows that i was following like they stopped they stopped um shooting like really early into this yeah um but i i think i follow shows that are like from progressive people so like they believe science well yeah so (laughs) oh yeah so like the um... 700 club is probably still shooting Someone fact check that for us, please. Um, yeah, so I like the show Ink Master, which is the, like the tattoo competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I've been watching, you know, this whole season. It's been going on for, I don't know, it's probably nine or ten episodes so far. And it's finally going to get to the finale. It has the final three given their assignment. And then the end of the show, <laughs> it's, it's just showing them like, walking out and then there's a message on the screen that's like the finale got canceled because of covid oh my god uh, so they didn't have a winner so, and like that is so sad i was like are you kidding me like i watched this whole season so okay so you remember like reality television like start well reality television started because of real world but like it really got a boost from the writer's strike yeah um which if you delve into it deep enough the writer's strike is responsible for who's president right now Ooh, yeah well it's a whole idea that like there was the writer's strike and then like apprentice was a big um show that started from like that reality television renaissance oh Hmm. and then something about like the apprentice got canceled and so Trump decided to run for president. I don't know. There's like a whole thing. I'm sure it's on Reddit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like, so we have now like half the things I watch are reality television, right? And so, yeah, it's like, what's what's going to come up from this? Is it going to be like live television? Like everything's talk oh. shows now? Hmm. Or like, well, yeah, what's going to come of this? Or we're just going to be like missing a season of television just gonna be reruns yeah we did this sketch in uh or cartoons (gasps) we're gonna get a bunch of we're gonna get a fuck ton of cartoons (laughs) (laughs) hey because people can do that remotely like sign me up for as much bob's burgers as they want to come out with 
Oh, yes, please. So this funny. episode brought to you by Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so we used to do this. Um, I say we. I was I was part of the group in college that put on this kind of like comedy show for one of the weekends where like prospective students came to look at school. And, and so mm-hmm. we wrote a bunch of sketches and during the year with the writer strike, we made it. So the writer strike was like affecting the professor's lessons. And so mm-hmm. like this video of them, like repeating the same things over and over again, or like the chapel speaker, like would re- like recycle last week's uh, mm-hmm. sermon, and like we came up with a bunch of stuff, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. That's good. Post post COVID television is going to be just improv. Yeah, just twenty four hours a day of whose line is it anyway? Zip, just zip zaps <laughs> up all day. Honestly, I would tune in. You know what? I wouldn't be mad about it. I do love a good. I do love a good improv. I I do too, and I kind of hate myself for it, but it is what it is. Don't hate yourself. I told you the difference between stand up and improv before. I don't know. One of my patients told me that people with good childhoods do improv, and people with bad childhoods do stand up. Oh, you might be onto something. Right. Ooh. You want to hear another? Okay, so my friend Regan and I have been going back and forth. Um, we're trying to develop a theory about how people who grew up with Triscuits versus Wheat Thins, or people who prefer Triscuits versus Wheat Thins. Hmm. Okay. First of all, which do you prefer? Uh, it depends on what I'm eating it with, but I guess just in and of itself, I prefer a Wheat Thin. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Tell me about myself. <laughs> okay, so we said we had we had it was like the camps of like Triscuit versus Wheat Thins, and then we compared it to Regan came up with people who like Wheat Thins grew up in homes with margarine, and people with Triscuits grew up in homes with butter. <laughs> and we're trying to like flesh out this theory about like what's the difference in like the home you grew up in that would veer you towards Triscuits versus Wheat Thins? I mean, what is, uh, what is parquet? <laughs> Cause that's what we always had. Isn't that, I think that's margarine. Original. Wait, I'm trying to get a picture of the logo. <laughs> vegetable whipped vegetable oil spread. Yeah. That's a margarine. Wow. So you're a margarine home and a wheat thin home. Yeah. But you know what? If I'm eating like real, like some Gouda cheese or something, I want a Triscuit with it, not a wheat thin. Mm-hmm. But if, I, I'm if eating I'm eat- like some spreadable brie. Okay. I want a wheat thin. Yeah, you're right. A wheat thin does go best with the spreadable brie. It's because it wheat thins. To, I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> um, I love that we're talking about. Wheat thins are sweeter than triscuits. It's true. Well, what we came down to, which we're still working on, is <laughs> homes with wheat thins and margarine. Um, just had more processed foods mm-hmm. that because those are. I mean, I don't know. Triscuits and wheat thins, they're probably processed the same. Um, obviously, butter and margarine, there's a difference. But, like, yeah, homes with more, like, um, like natural foods or, like, organic foods. Or, like, homemade stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the butter, the butter and the wheat thin homes. No, butter and Triscuit. Butter and Triscuit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Good Lord. I know. I can't even get my own theory right. This is why my dissertation isn't done. (laughs) Also because I'm so so easily distracted by a conversation such as Wheat Thins versus Triscuits. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, if anybody has any thoughts about Wheat Thins versus Triscuits, please. (laughs) We're dying to know. Let me know because we're building this theory and there's no wrong answers. Yeah. We're just just gathering data at this time. (laughs) Uh, 
should I should we dive into the topic? <laughs> Let's just yeah, of course. Because okay. I was I could go on about the things I'm doing during <laughs> during quarantine too. Uh, Listen, but... time doesn't matter. Everyone everyone's just here to listen to us talk for three hours this three hours three hour three hour episode <laughs> okay. what else are you doing as you wander around your house deciding if it's time for snacks or not right um well i've been on a straight cereal diet oh, um, awesome what cereals are you doing well you know cinnamon toast crunch of course the, the goat the goat uh i did buy a box of fruit loops at one point Ooh. Uh-huh. i haven't had fruit loops since i was like probably in high school Maybe college, but oh, so good. And then, <laughs> that, Fruit Loops are and good. that's all I'm w- willing to admit at this time. Uh, Fruit Loops hold up well in the milk. They do. They really do. That's that's an important um, um, qualification of a cereal for me because mm-hmm. I get easily distracted while I'm eating. So I need something that can like sit for a few minutes and I can come back to it and it's okay. <laughs> Which is why I eat a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios because mm. they they hold up yeah. well. Yeah, that's a good call. <clears throat> You're not willing to share any more of your cereals. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got something real weird and like something gross in there, like Reese's Puffs or something. No, not that bad. Well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. It's not corn pops though. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Remember corn pops. They still. Make- I gotta have my pops. <laughs> Those commercials were so aggressive. Actually, most commercials in the 90s were so fucking aggressive. Yeah. But, like, somebody was discussing this the other day, but about, like, such low-cost items, like Irish Spring or, like, Pert Plus. Yeah. You don't see a Pert Plus commercial anymore. Mm-hmm. I think they spent all their money on that guy from the Steelers, and then they couldn't afford any more commercials. <laughs> I used to use Pert Plus when I was a kid. Okay, Pert Plus, Wheat Thins, Margarine. No, my house was a Pert Plus home, too. You also used to have the... This is weird that I'm going to remember this, but... (laughs) No, please tell us your childhood memory from my (laughs) home. I feel like you had a lot of... um... Oh, it's like... Suave? No, it's like like Australian, like Aussie something. Oh, yeah, we had a lot of Aussie. Mm -hmm. I never had any of that. Just like straight pert plus, <laughs> just straight pert plus, and then finesse hairspray. <laughs> I yes. saw a bottle of it the other day, and I was at AGB, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't seen this in like thirty years." <laughs> You're like, "Hello, old friend. <laughs> Good to see you." Aww. Do they still sell corn pops? Uh, I'm, I'm trying. It says where to buy on here. Let's see. <laughs> I knew. I mean, you can't you can't buy anything anywhere right now. So that's there's a slight COVID curve. Uh, they are in stock. They, yeah, they still sell them. They don't have them at the HB I go to, but gotta have my pops. Lots of um, Dollar Generals. They are in stock on Amazon. Corn pops were not good though. They weren't mm-hmm. like it was kind of like eating popcorn. In milk. Which, in milk, which is not great. I don't think I want popcorn for breakfast. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, okay, you want me to tell you what the other cereal was? Yes! Tricks. Oh, (laughs) I knew it was going to be something fruity. so good. (laughs) You know what? I'm not mad about tricks. I was worried you were going to say Fruity Pebbles, which I would judge no. you because that does not hold Mm-mm. up in milk. No, they just like disintegrate. Like immediately. <laughs> I haven't had Fruity Pebbles. Uh, I remember getting a box in college and not being pleased. So <laughs> good. <laughs> That's good. College, you knew what was up. I knew a couple things. I gotta got have my pops. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, man, I'm so torn because I want to talk about my piano lessons too. But nothing's right. I'm torn. Did you like that? Yeah. Natalie and Brulia. Man, tell us about your piano lessons. Honestly, we have nothing but time. <laughs> well, the listeners, 
want to know what's going on. We haven't recorded in, I don't know, two to 17 weeks. (laughs) I'm not sure. Not sure where in that range we are, but tell us about your piano lessons. Yeah, I I mean, at some point we will have to stop because I got to get ready for that conference call, that Zoom call. Oh, when's your Zoom call? Three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For for our listeners right now, it's one fifty in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone from my job happens to stumble upon this, it's one fifty in the morning. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I, I got a keyboard uh, with my, some of my tax return money. And yeah, yeah so I... It's a nice keyboard too. Like it's not like a cheap one, but um, full I, eighty-eight keys, full eighty-eight wooden nice. keys. Oh, yeah, wooden. Yeah, well, because wow, fancy. I it's like the cheapest digital piano with wooden keys, basically. Okay. Okay. Because I hate that plasticky feel. It really is so gross. Yeah. So this one feels more like an actual piano. But no offense to our listeners who love a plastic key. <laughs> um, just go ahead and stop listening now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fast forward three minutes when we're done talking shit on plastic key keyboards. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I sent on a Facebook uh, post and it mm-hmm. requested. I say I was asking if people like either gave piano lessons or knew of someone who did and mm-hmm. so, i believe i offered to give you piano lessons you did <laughs> just saying <laughs> just so our listeners know i was rejected you took piano lessons for quite a while too i did i took them from like four years old to like 14 years old actually probably later than that my piano teachers kept moving and so like I I got really good, but then, like, everybody kept moving, and then I just, like, didn't have the energy to, like, find a new teacher. Uh, Was your your last teacher um, currently in prison? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, We'll scoot past that. We'll address that another time. <laughs> so you're you so you found a piano teacher better than me somehow. So yeah, I can you believe it? Uh so she she's actually um the minister of music at a Methodist church here. Okay. Is this someone you have met in real life or you only know through someone and now through your piano lessons online? Um so I actually have met her in real life. Okay. But I was in high school. And she was at a different church. Okay. And so we didn't put two and two together for a while, but we finally did figure out that we had met before. But Oh, I bet that was a fun moment. It was a fun moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so somebody recommended her to me. And so we got in contact and she's like very well accomplished. And guess what? She used to tour with Amy Grant back in the 80s. (gasps) Screaming. Yeah. So, because she's really a vocalist and then, like, also does, plays instruments, too. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, she used to be, like, up in the CCM scene back in the 80s. Is she she only assigning you Amy Grant songs to learn? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the good news is Amy Grant Christmas albums are some of my favorites. So, Oh, there you go. (laughs) But... (laughs) Um yeah, so it's going it's going pretty good though. Like awesome. I'm really enjoying really it. And I got this book that's like an adult beginner's book. So we've been moving through that, but So the songs have curse words. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's a lot of rap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A lot of Dr. Dre. A lot of Dre. That's the difference between hot cross buns is what you start with as a child. Um, forgot about me is what you start with as an adult on the piano. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I um I have been playing a lot of really dumb, dumb songs. 
uh and of course like had to learn jingle bells and all that of course but yeah uh hopefully before long i'll be getting to some like actual music uh that's wonderful that's not like what's the one i played today money can't buy everything it's like all these songs Mm -hmm. that nobody's ever really heard of but Mm -hmm. super simple anyway wonderful it's going i'm having fun though and like i have a good rapport with with my teacher so we're having fun that's important to have that positive rapport yeah for sure good but man it's so fun okay anyway i'm done (laughs) (laughs) um one of our friends because everyone like is building their hobbies now because they need to do something one of our friends here was like um so you're gonna get a guitar um shipped to you and it's i ordered a guitar because i need something to do (laughs) and i was like i was like oh that's great i was like i played the guitar and um and i got my guitar out and i was trying to remember any song that i could play and i remembered a little bit from uh comfortable by john mayer and i was playing it to ashlyn and I was serenading her like the queen that she is. And she was like, what is this song? And I was like, it's John Mayer. And she was like, can you play something like (laughs) something that I know, like yellow card or fallout boy. (laughs) And so I was like, fine. And so the first yellow card song that I stumbled upon was, um, Oh, what's that one? I have no idea. Uh, ocean avenue oh okay yeah (laughs) and i found the chords pretty quickly and so i just kept playing it over and over and like screaming the words because she didn't appreciate my serenade so she got um ocean avenue yelled at her for a few minutes yeah and um she she didn't appreciate she she did have it coming (laughs) (laughs) so now i have to find something in between those two that i can um serenade my wife with so that she's happy uh, I used to do quite a bit of that back in my in my sluty days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Serenade them, yeah. and yeah, you did serenade those pants right off. Yep, worked a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, woo! <laughs> bitches love serenades. They do. They like it really do though. <laughs> So that's why right. I'm learning the piano also. Um, Proud of you. All right. Should we get into our topic? Since I know you have to like <laughs> prep. Okay. Prep we can talk about it for a few minutes. Uh, How long do you have to prep? Well, I mean, I need to like physically get ready because I'm going to be on camera. Oh, yeah. You got to get camera ready. Yeah. I got to do my stage makeup. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can talk for a while but i don't know why that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) stage makeup i just imagine you getting on zoom in like a full full face (laughs) with my hair and makeup like alexis vogel like airbrush makeup Yes. Uh, have you ever had your makeup, like your foundation airbrushed, though? Yeah. It um, is amazing. For Liz's wedding, they airbrushed, and it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I've I, never looked prettier. It's it's pretty amazing. It holds up pretty well, too. It does, yeah. Yeah. Okay, topic of the week. <laughs> Julie, what are we discussing this week? We are talking about Broadway. The old Broadway. The great white way. Um, what is your favorite Broadway musical? I knew this was coming. Okay. Favorite that I've seen? Mm-hmm. I mean, call me a basic bitch, but I think it has to be Wicked. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's going to be one of mine, too. 
<laughs> um, Wicked is probably, I'd say it's probably my favorite overall. Um, Cats is also up there for me. Really? Which part of it is it was my first show that I saw. Uh, uh-huh. And so it's, it's a lot of like, like imprinting of the first show more than like it's a legit good show because cats is actually insane bonkers absolutely bonkers yeah so it's really more about like that experience yes um which it was really neat because we were going to new york for i think we were oh it was like a family reunion or something so we were up in like the new york city area and we were going to go to the city for a few days and Um, my parents decided that we were going to go to a Broadway show, but because we were going to spend so much money on it, my mom really wanted to get our money's worth. And so cats, we got like the soundtrack, we got the book of poetry. Like we did a deep dive into cats before we went. And so we knew all the words, we knew all the characters, we knew the batshit insane storyline. And so I think because of that, like, deep dive, and then also how incredible it was, um, I think all of that together, like, made it so that it was, like, very special to me. But yes, actually on, at, like, face value, Cats is not that great. (laughs) But it is a classic. But it is great to me. And I, like, it is incredible, like, the costumes and the dancing and all of it together is just, like spectacular yeah like it really it really is a show and that's one thing too that's kind of different like depending on what show you go to like kind of focus on different things right so you have Mm -hmm. like a cat that's so about the costumes and the makeup and the like the characters like embodying cats on stage Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And or like the Lion King, that's so about the costumes um, that make them yeah. look, you know, like legit anim- like a legit walking up the freaking mm-hmm. <laughs> aisle. Um, or you have those that are so focused on like the music and the vocals, and like that's what they're known for, or like crazy scenery or whatever. And there's so much that goes into them. And they can become known for, you know, those specific focuses. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorites? Uh, well, Wicked is definitely up there for me, too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And if we're... So... Wicked is also special because who I saw it with. Yeah. Oh, it was so. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a really fun trip, though. Um, Such a great trip. And... The only other musical I've actually seen, like, on Broadway mm-hmm. uh, is The Lion King. Okay. And, but, you know, I've seen a bunch off the traveling. Yes. You know. And so Rent is is oh, pretty good. far up there for me. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. And then, man, there's just so many. I feel like. Have you seen Les Mis? So I've never sat down and watched Les Mis. Uh, I do like the classic songs from it, though. Mm-hmm. It's really cool um, watching it as the play because that's another one that's like the scenery is like part of what makes it so incredible. Like there's a whole like barracks that they've built that like this and the stage rotates and everything. And that's pretty incredible. That's cool. Yeah, uh, there's so many just, like, classics, though, that I've really never seen. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you, like, hear the music just in pop culture or if you are a fan of Broadway and you'll be familiar with it. And it kind of, like, I don't know. I've had the song from Cabaret stuck in my head for, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) two weeks now. Um, And it... I don't know. It's like the soundtrack of our lives. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, so me and Kat used to carpool from school. Mm-hmm. And so my introduction to the soundtracks of Cats and Les Mis 
were from those car rides. Yeah, those were That's those were cool. some hits. Yeah. In the in the Damon carpool. This is a good old days, man. Um, I actually hated the Wicked soundtrack because my dad would not stop listening to it for like a straight year. <laughs> Which was why I was so glad that we finally got to go see it because then I stopped hating it because like I got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the Damon family loves to listen to um Broadway soundtracks in the car. <laughs> I always try and get familiar. If I know I'm going to go see a show, I'll try and get familiar with the soundtrack before I go. Mm-hmm. And and you just find some good little like nuggets in there. Have you um, listened to the one? It's called, is it Come Away? The one about 9-11 where the planes land in Canada? No. Um, my friend suggested that because I was asking him what shows I should listen to and he suggested that one and like the storyline of that seems so weird like why would I listen to a play about planes landing in Canada because they can't land in the United States um but it's like actually an incredible soundtrack and I highly recommend it oh nice. come from away. I think it's called come from away I want to say maybe that's coming Ooh, you should check it out. Oh, you know which one I would be remiss to mention or to not mention Mm. is Hamilton. Oh, of course. Hamilton is an amazing one. I got to see it when I came to Houston two years ago. Yeah. And I, I still make a habit of listening to that soundtrack. I do love that soundtrack. I've watched that show on YouTube more times than I can count. (laughs) <laughs> so what's your favorite Hamilton song oh well now you're putting me on the spot you know I don't know names of songs um all right well, fine I mean again probably basic bitch um the the Skylar sisters that's a, bop. a great one hold mm-hmm. on now I'm gonna have to look up the soundtrack the big ballad is burn Hmm. that's a really good one <clears throat> yeah that's such a great so, show uh, you know what they're making a movie of um into the heights yeah i saw the preview uh the trailer for mm-hmm. it i went to see something and it was on uh oh remember remember was... trailers yeah remember going places <sighs> Yesterday, I was reminiscing about, like, sitting in a restaurant Oh, my eating. gosh. I've thought about sitting in a restaurant eating, like, <laughs> every day for the last month. Uh, the good old days. I can't wait. Oh, the one that Kelly Clarkson did the cover of. Oh, uh, it's quite a Yes. Pal. Oh, my gosh. That one makes yeah. me weep. Yeah. That's a sad part of the play. Yeah. Um, that and Burn. I think they are, like, right after each mm-hmm. other kind of but um and you know one that i saw uh i guess i guess i saw it last year i saw waitress oh yes i listened to that one it was re- i really enjoyed that one mm-hmm. um and so if you're familiar with waitress you know that sarah Bareilles wrote oh, it and she's so smart she's very talented and smart and really funny too but um i feel like in that soundtrack you can just like hear her stamp Mm -hmm. on each of the songs in a way that you're like oh yeah this is definitely like sarah Mm -hmm. (laughs) brown um that one was cool the band for that show is actually on the stage oh cool uh as part of the scene which was cool that is cool Mm -hmm. but uh so when that show opened on Broadway, Sarah Bareilles played the main character some of the time, but then she also shared that role with um, a woman named Jessie Mueller, mm-hmm. who um, is so talented. And she's the one, if you download the, the Broadway soundtrack, the original Broadway soundtrack, she's the one mm-hmm. on there. And the main ballad on that one is 
uh, I think it's called She Used to Be Mine. Yes. And uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's. And also, So So from Orange is the New Black is in that original cast. Oh, did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's the song that if you go on YouTube, you can find all the girls hitting the final or like the big note. And they do like mm-hmm. the compare because yeah. you know I'm obsessed with those videos. I uh, shared that that uh, channel with someone the other day. Uh, it's actually a drag queen that I'm friends with on yes. Facebook. And uh, I've actually talked about her on here before, but um, asking about, you know, f- people's favorite female Broadway performances. And I was like, you got to go on YouTube mm-hmm. and watch like who's saying it best. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have them for like all the, all the big musicals, you know? And so I got stuck in a circle of listening. <laughs> That's a well. fun. That's a fun wormhole to get yeah. sucked into. I like how they show what note they're hitting as they do mm-hmm. it. That's neat. Um, you mentioned <laughs> that um, you've seen most of your Broadway shows from Broadway tours. Mm-hmm. which um, gets into another aspect of like Broadway and plays and stuff that I think is important, which is accessibility. Mm, because okay. like, obviously people, you know, you want to go to New York and go to Broadway to see the shows, but like not everybody can do that, you know, cause it costs, it even costs hundreds of dollars to go see shows like on the Broadway tours. Yeah. It's not cheap, <laughs> but at least like, for people who can like if you can't get to New York that's a way to like see those shows but I wish that there were more ways which I watch you know I watch like the bootleg of Hamilton on YouTube um but I wish there were more ways for like people to be able to like watch like watch Broadway shows like at home like I wish they were like sometimes Mm -hmm. televised or like the thing that kicked this off was that last Friday um, we watched the live stream, not the live stream, but like they did the live stream of an old performance of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, what a good right? one. Right. I forgot how absolutely bonkers that show is. <laughs> yeah. We were like, wait, I don't remember all these murders. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've seen it, too. I highly recommend a Phantom of the Opera rewatch if you haven't watched a while because it's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Is that another uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yes, that's an Andrew Lloyd Webber. All his stuff is is wild, but he's been doing, um, on Friday afternoons, he's been doing live um, plays of... Um, his musicals so he'll pick one and the YouTube channel is called like the shows must go on and it's Mm. Friday at like one o'clock central time I think and I don't know what this Friday is but I'm very excited oh I'm so glad you told me about that I didn't know about it yeah I like I just randomly stumbled upon it last week so I hadn't seen the other I think he did like Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and I forget what the other one was um but yeah, all that to say, I wish like Broadway shows and even like off-Broadway, like I've never seen an off-Broadway show. Like I wish there was more accessibility of like being able to like watch them at home or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I see like both sides of that because for one, you're right. Like there's so many people that don't have the opportunity you know, when I go see shows, I still have to go to Houston. For right. It, you know, um, and so it's not like they're right next door unless it's like a community theater, which I mean, our community theater does a good job with what they do. I saw the rent that they did here a couple of years ago and it was so good. But, um, you know, there is something about sitting in a theater full of people and experiencing people do this live right in front of you. And oh, yeah. seeing the scene changes and hearing the live music from the orchestra and sort of just that like excitement in the air. Mm-hmm. And then 
on the other side, it's like, okay, well, there's so many people that want to be a part of this experience that either don't have the funds or a way to get there or whatever it is. And so, because on some level, I guess it is sort of like exclusive, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I never really thought about that, but. Yeah. There's, um, there's a website called Broadway HD that I've never um, looked into because it costs money. Hmm. Um, but it is like the real recordings of um, performances and you can watch them. And I've actually wanted to check it out to see if there's like plays on there because I've never seen a show on Broadway that's not a musical. Yeah, I haven't either. Because most of the time, if I'm like in New York, I'm like, of course, I'm going to see a musical. Why would I? Why would I not see something that I can sing along to? Well, but yeah. There's like so many plays that I feel like I should at least try out. Uh, one that's coming to Houston this next year is To Kill a Mockingbird, Ooh. and so like that is, I think, my favorite book that that's I've a- ever read. It's a good book. It's why you got into law. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, to, <laughs> like, I know that sounds cheesy or whatever, but like that book and movie and like seeing Atticus Finch mm-hmm. by Gregory Peck is like larger than life. Not in a way that's like over the top, but just in like this person you would want to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I'm, I really want to go see that. There's a lot of good ones though coming because like Mean Girls is coming. Yeah. And, I've heard Mean Girls is good. I've heard a couple of the songs and they were pretty catchy. So I would, I would definitely go see it. You know what? I heard the soundtrack too. And I was like, I now don't want to see this. Oh, the Alanis Morissette musical. Oh, what's it called? What is it called? Hold on. Let me Google. So it looks like on Broadway HD, there is a seven-day free trial. Ooh. Oh, it's called Jagged Little Pill, obviously. Oh, duh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dumb whore. Um, And so, of course, I was like, sign me up. This is all the things that I need. Alanis Morissette and Broadway. And then I listened to the soundtrack, and I saw one performance on some talk show before talk shows, you know, weren't allowed to exist anymore yeah rest in peace Uh, (laughs) r.i.p talk shows um everything's (laughs) done from kelly ripa's um spare bedroom now (laughs) (laughs) but i i listened to the soundtrack and i saw a performance and it looked it looked so cheesy Mm. i yeah Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't. Yeah, it's like because when I when I want to consume Alanis Morissette, I want it to be angry. Yeah, it's gotta I wanna, have that nineties angst to it. Yeah, and I felt like it didn't have the angst. It was like it was like poppy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, yeah. ma'am. I didn't like that. So um, again, if anyone's listening to the Jagged Little Pill soundtrack, um, please let me know what you think. <laughs> Let me know in the comments because I was sadly unimpressed. That's a bummer. Yeah, it really was disappointing. Speaking of musicals that are based on like one person's music. Ooh, so yes. the Carol King musical. Um, oh, I've seen that. Oh, is it good? Because I like want to see it. I saw it. Um, well, I saw it on a tour um, and I saw it with my wife and my parents. Fun. We all hugged after. That's my. Oh, that's beautiful. Theater brings people together. It really does. It's beautiful. Um, It was good. I mean, of course, it's Carole King songs. Yeah. Like, you learn a little bit about her life, and then you just get to listen to Carole King songs for the whole show. And so what could be bad about that? So that actually did deliver. I like that. I like to hear that. Yeah. She's a classic. I I pulled up the other day... uh, I was, we, we, I was with someone and we we got down this like wormhole of the internet and I was like, you have to hear Carol King being honored at the Kennedy Center. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen this, pull it up and watch it because it Miss Aretha Franklin comes out and plays 
um, natural woman. Mm-hmm. So this was, I mean, years ago, obviously, but like she's not young. I mean, Aretha Franklin's pretty old in this video, and she comes out, sits at the piano, plays the song, and sings it, and then like gets up in a band comes in for like you know the big finish or whatever and she just kills it and like watching carol king watch aretha franklin play her song Mm -hmm. (laughs) is like just the coolest it'll give you chills i swear you should watch that video i'll post it on post it on her facebook Mm -hmm. nice it's a moving experience Mm -hmm. you know what i also love about broadway I love when some of my Broadway favorites show up in my television shows. Yeah. Um, I get very excited about that. Um, who? Oh, um, Annalie Ashford. She was. How do I know that person? Because she was in Wicked. Okay. And every time she's in a television, she's the ultimate, like, who's that girl? in our house because every time she's on a television show Ashlyn or I'll be like who is that what is she from what is she from and I'll look her up and I'll of course like in my search history she'll like show up because we've already like looked her up like 14 times because <laughs> <laughs> like we're so fascinated by her and then like that every time we look up her name I'm like oh yeah she's the girl from Wicked who's also in like these 15 different other shows that we love but I love when my Broadway people are in my television shows. You kind of feel like, which is a good that you like know who that person is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I knew Adina Menzel before she was mm-hmm. a Disney princess, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or like whoever it is. Um, like, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of somebody else who made the crossover. Well, Seven what? Foster. So- Let's talk about Billy Porter, who's made a comeback. <gasps> yes. Because he's uh, been in Pose. And mm-hmm. what they have. I love like, that show. Three seasons? Two seasons or three? Two. Um, and so he's one of the main characters on there. And I've seen people get turned on to the show. And it is a good show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But, so good. Um, not know who Billy Porter is. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> I actually didn't know. I embarrassingly did not know who he was before. I knew he was kind of like a cultural icon, but I didn't know like why before the show. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he's been around for forever in uh, roles on Broadway and in theater. And honestly, the way that I learned about him, I was in college and uh, had been, no, that's not true. One of his songs, <laughs> one of his songs that is just on an old album of his was on an episode of So You Think You Can Dance. Dance, dance, dance. Yeah. So I love that show. I've watched every season. Mm-hmm. And it was such a beautiful song. The song's called Time. And so I had to look up who this person was because mm-hmm. his voice was crazy. I mean, the notes that he hits are crazy. And mm-hmm. so I was like, who is this guy? And come to find out, you know, he's one Tony. Uh, I guess he's one, I think one Tony, maybe more. And then, um, you know, he's just had this crazy career. And then now he's on TV. And like that whole new audience and generation of people is learning about who he is and like what a badass he is. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. To come full circle, do you know what a great channel is? for all your Broadway actors to be in television. What? CBS. <laughs> CBS, every show that I watch on CBS always has like like of the 20 main characters, like 18 of them are from Broadway shows. Hey, they're making that crossover, man. Mhm. I always wonder how much money people on tours make on the broadway tours yeah oh i don't know because they're how like much do people on... on broadway make i don't know i mean i i guess it depends on how successful the show is maybe yeah like how much how much does like the main character of like a middle of the road broadway show 
We're not talking about like Lin Manuel Miranda money. We're talking about right, like right. you know whoever plays Roxy Hart in Chicago. Main character in Broadway play salary. <laughs> I guess they don't get probably get a salary, but let's see. They probably have contracts though. They probably have I it's probably oh, okay. like like they probably have like I don't know like this many shows that they're like locked into or like this many months of performances. So it looks like um they based on their um I guess it's like a union, but the Actors Equity Association for Broadway mm-hmm. actors, the minimum wait, is this for real? The minimum pay per week is $2,034. I mean, that makes sense. They live in New York and they're very talented. Okay, yeah. Uh, but like yeah if you were like a if you're like a backup dancer and beauty and the beast you make two thousand a week that feels right i wonder how many shows you have to do though do you have to do all eight shows is it bad eight i don't know i have to look further into this um because you could find some if you could find some contracts for (laughs) right they because they get little increases it looks like for each okay so 2034 a week is the absolute base if you are like a chorus member and you have no other like thing at all okay and then on top of that if you move a set piece you get more if you are have any kind of specialty role you get more if you have if you have a line yeah if you or if you're an understudy you get more oh yeah if you're an in understudy for a chorus role, you get more. So it comes out to, I mean, six figures. Right. At the very, very base. That's that a, feels right to me. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And also right. come full circle, last season on Big Brother... Mm-hmm. One of the guys on the show's name's Tommy is a Broadway uh, actor, and he's he was in he's in Pretty Woman now, but he was in the original cast of Newsies. Ooh, mm-hmm. love Newsies. That's a soundtrack I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's got Jeremy Jordan in there, who is from Smash. Yes. Oh, can we just? Can we just spend two hours talking about Smash? <laughs> Can we just do a live rewatch? Did that have one or two seasons? Two. Because we were like, what? Well, we watched them both. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, that show introduced me to Megan Hilty. Oh, God. The angel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The blessing. The gift. She does this version of Heart of the Matter, which is an old Don Henley song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so good. And I, sometimes I just listen to it over and over again in the car. That show is jam-packed with talent. Smash. Angelica Houston. Oh, yeah. And the guy that played Tom, he's... Um, mm-hmm. He's always know. annoying to me, but I know he's very talented. And then, of course, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Deborah Messing? No. Well, Catherine yeah. McPhee? Catherine McPhee. Thank you. I do Catherine, Catherine McPhee, also annoying to me, but also very talented. Yeah. And she is with David Foster. And, like, personally, they're in a relationship. <laughs> personally? They're together personally. <laughs> no, I meant, like, not, like, professionally. Like, I get it, but now that's just funny how you worded it. Now whatever, whatever. I'm with <laughs> Ashlyn personally. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Adam Jr.'s in that show. Did you remember that? No. Oh my gosh! Wow. So yeah, everybody. Everybody. All right, I gotta get ready. <laughs> go, go, 
go get stage ready. Now that we're done talking about Broadway, it's time for you to get stage ready. <laughs> All right. Well, Kat, thank yes, you for Julie. spending this time with me. Oh my God. Thank you. This was a wonderful gift for me. Me as well. And our listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. We love you. We love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Pick up a hobby. Pick up some hobby. Let us know what you're getting into. Yes. You know, we want to we hear from the fans. <laughs> the fans. The All fans. right. All right. Well, have a good Zoom. All right. I will. Love All you. Right, love you.